Time now for all things Gators, all things orange and blue. Dan Hickett and Frank Frangie on a beautiful oh. April day. Here. Oh, it's beautiful, beautiful weather down here in Jacksonville, FLA. Hope it's beautiful wherever you are. Spring is in the air. Spring has sprung, and uh, we're getting ready. We're getting ready for a, a wonderful offseason. But, Frank, a couple things. Um, well, let's start with the draft. Okay. The draft happened. Uh, Juwan Taylor uh, to the Jacksonville Jaguars. A lot of people had him mocked in the first round. Do you think that was a case of the media guys having him too high? Yeah. Or do you think there were some serious concerns? I don't – you know, listen, I heard Jawan Taylor. We talked to Jawan Taylor. He said he had a, played on a torn meniscus, had it fixed surgically, uh, was fine the following season. There was also some concern about the fact that, you know, at one point he was a big dude and had to yeah, really commit right. to playing football, and he did. I look at that as a positive. Some looked at it as a negative. What do you think happened with Juwan Taylor? I know the Jags are thrilled to have him. Yeah, the bigger question, too, Dan, is all the Gators fell. And why yeah. did all the Gators fall? And we'll get to that in a minute. As for Juwan specifically, I think the knee had something to do with it. I think the position fell. I think the Ford kid out of Oklahoma fell. Mm -hmm. So I think some of the off when the offensive linemen starting fall started falling, all of them fell. Other than that, I think it was more, you know what, if you're not sure about a guy, he's almost like – He's almost like a one-year quarterback starter. He's almost like um, Haskins fell because he started one year. Trubisky, although he didn't fall, started one year. Taylor really was only a prospect one year. No, yeah. Nobody in the NFL was talking about him. Came out of nowhere. Until, right. And I, think, and I think that makes a guy fall a little bit, too. When no one's talking about you, and then you fall, and then all of a sudden you got to – do you really pick – no matter how much people are talking about him, do you really pick a guy in the first round, high in the first round mm – -hmm. It's only done at one time, and that and he was sort of like a one-year player. So I think that had something to do with it for me. Somebody asked Dave Caldwell, uh, allow me to interrupt for a second. Uh, you know, well, what about the mental acumen? There's some talk, and he's like, "Can you block the guy in front of you?" Right. What are we doing here? That, I mean. Well, and you overthink it. <laughs> uh, I think he's a bright guy. Yeah. Um, but Gardner, nice kid. I think Gardner Johnson's the best Gator in the draft. He mm -hmm. really fell. I think he's a really good player. He yeah. fell. Jordan Scarlett went lower than I would have thought. You think Poli so? Uh, for me, a yeah. little lower. Uh, polite. So many running backs yeah. are a bad. Well, bat. you're right. And he's not a, and he's not a make-you-miss guy. Right. He's a little stiff. He's strong and fast. Yeah. Um, polite, the, the fall was, was – We knew that we was talked coming. talked about it. So I, that I cost me $100, by the way, with the well, And person. I hate to see that. Not um, happy about that. Uh, Dan, I blame Ja'Kai. <laughs> I'm surprised that the Gators roared up the draft mocks. Right. And similar surprise, they kind of all faltered a little bit. Mm -hmm. Now, look, they, a lot of them got drafted. Here's the biggest surprise to me. Martez Ivey yeah. not only didn't get drafted, yeah. didn't get signed as a free agent and having a heck of a time getting tryouts. Now, by, by now, last I looked yesterday, he didn't even have any tryouts. At least CeCe's got a couple tryouts. Right. Martez Ivey was a five-star, six-foot-five, 290 And he pound, started. And started, played every game, left tackle his senior year, played a lot of them. Man, now he was he soft? Was did did they think he was soft? You just never know. It's amazing, and we we you know we follow the draft around here a great deal. And there's some guys that I sit there and I go, how can like this guy get drafted this high, right. and this guy not even get drafted? It's 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 mind boggling. But when we turn back to the Gators, yeah, I think Ivy was a tremendous uh, surprise. Well, the fact that he ha hasn't gotten a lot of play as an undrafted right. free right. agent is a tremendous surprise. Um, uh, you mentioned Chauncey Gardner. Uh, Voshan Joseph also drafted. Right. By, all the underclassmen got drafted. Right. CC is kind of a tweener, isn't he? Don't know he? what he is. Yeah. yeah. What is yeah. he? Yeah, he's a, he's probably you know? a guy that would have benefited through his career 
by being a linebacker, an inside linebacker, right? Rather than uh, a really undersized end. And so uh, I always thought he was a pretty good player. Plays hard. Plays with a toughness. Plays hard. Yeah, I. Uh, so so I'm surprised by all he's the. He's gonna guys. have to make it as a special teams guy if he's gonna make it at all. That's right. So as you look at the Gators in the draft, Taylor will be a starting right tackle in Jacksonville. Mm-hmm. I don't think there's much doubt about that. Mm-hmm. Gardner Johnson, I think, will be a very good nickel in New Orleans. Don't okay. you think? Um, Scar, I'm missing some guys. Polite, where do you go? The Jets, I think. Jets, uh, third po- round, now, has a chance, now, but I mean, you got Remember, they've got a really good line, yeah. starting line, yeah. so he's going to be a substitutional guy. Yeah. He'll be a, he'll be a third down player, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, and special teams in third down for him. And uh, Voshan Joseph, 147th pick. Uh, Scarlett went seven picks after that to Carolina, 154. So Joseph, I think, is undersized. Yeah, I mean, I think he's a little lean. Scarlett's a guy without a lot of wiggle. You know, he's he's big and physical. He's he's big and fast. So, um, so they had a lot of guys that were good, maybe not great prospects at the end of the day. Yeah, five Gators in all drafted. Right. Um, obviously, Alabama took the cake. <laughs> Sorry, they had ten. no surprise. So as yeah. you look back, yeah. who should have stayed in that came out? I think Scarlett needed to come out. He had done enough. He had done. He, I don't what have a he, problem with any of them. I don't even, know how much Jakai Polite screwed up after the fact. Jakai Polite could have stayed if he was going to be this immature and not be prepared right. for the draft. But because he wouldn't Jekai, have had a bigger year. But no. But Jakai Polite blew his opportunity to make more money. Right. Jakai Polite should have been a first round pick. Yeah, I agree. I agree. So he. So he. And he was not going to have at a year, least a second round pick. He was not going to have a year like he had this year. Correct. So so I think as, as you look back at the if you, as you look back at the Gators. Um, the encouraging thing to me mm-hmm. is some of the better players are still there. You know how I feel about the receivers and, right. and some of the other backs and whatnot. Right. I, I also think um, it's a good message. Dan Mullen tried to send this message, Dan. He tried he to did. tell them, make sure – don't just come out because you see what could be. Make sure you have an idea of what is. See, guys come out, Dan, because they, they, they look at best case. Best cases that go in the first round. Best cases that go in the second or third round. Right. Well, I think what Dan Mullen was trying to tell him is look at worst case two and somehow come up with what is realistic case. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I don't think they did that. Texas A&M had the second most picks, I seven. Know. How about that? Isn't that interesting? Yeah, Georgia yeah. also had seven. Yeah, uh, as Auburn, you would expect. Auburn and Ole Miss had six. And then Mississippi State, Kentucky, and Florida. That's, a, that's another that's kind of a feather in Dan Mullen's cap yes, if you is. want. I mean, they won ten football games a year ago with just five guys getting drafted. So, uh, not bad. Tennessee had nobody picked. None. How Zero. far have they fallen? Well, and I and I and it's a, amazing. And I and I've told you before. I like the coach they hired. Yeah. But I also think it's going to be a while. It'll be a while before they're back. I, I think I don't think anybody would debate the fact that it's going to be a while before they're back. So we'll see. I uh, I'm surprised a little bit by the way it went. And I, and again, as I look forward to next year's football team, mm-hmm. I'm glad Von uh, Van Jefferson didn't come out. He's my guy. Yeah. He would not have gone very high, <laughs> so he made the right decision. Yeah. Uh, Grimes couldn't have come out. Uh, yeah. he, by all accounts, people think he's going to – even Grimes, before he comes out next year, better take a long, hard look. That, the message to Florida football players – No doubt. You better take a long, hard look before you just arbitrate. Like, Sean Joseph shouldn't have come out. He's they, the one that shouldn't have come out. They get good information. Right. That's right. Okay. They – you know, in other words, they know, they explore, and they are told by a lot of people about where they're going to be picked. Right. Yeah, that's right. That's so right. I mean, they, you know, and if you decide, but you, but, but they, but they're told after they. A lot of them. Once they of, declare. Yes. Yeah. Uh, Voshan Joseph should have stayed in. He would have been a dominant SEC football player that everybody noticed this year. Nobody noticed him last year. Right. Nobody. Nobody was talking about him as a prospect. Right. 
one more year in, he would have been a leader. He'd have been in Birmingham as a at the SEC Media Days. He'd have been prominently featured. It's a good story uh, yeah, too. And it, yeah, right. Good so, story. so he should have stayed in. So, all right, let's talk a couple couple other things. Uh, uh, orange and blue. Well, let's focus in on baseball. Right. Um, I got this yesterday and watching the the Gators play a little bit of baseball. I watched a little bit of the Kentucky game. They won right. twelve to eight. They took two of three, but they really needed to sweep. But the the numbers are interesting to me. Basically. 16 conference wins, you're in. 13 to 15 victories in the Southeastern Conference, you're almost always in. Yeah, and that's based on a 30-game schedule. Correct. And uh, 12 or less, really tough. I think maybe only one program with 12 wins. Uh, Florida uh, took two out of three. They now have nine conference games left. I think they have nine wins. Right. They ought to get to 13-14. Their RPI is fine. It's going to be fine. Right, they're, right. They're, they're, all that right. stuff is, is fine. Right. Um, where do you stand right now with this Gator baseball five team? Five and four get them in. That's mm-hmm. 14 and 16 in the league. Yeah. Uh, four and five gets them to 13 and 17 in yeah. the league. I think that's about the bottom. Yeah. I think, I think they'll get in there I anyway. Think they get but in. I saw a projection on Baseball America a week ago. Yeah, I saw it. Yeah. That Adam was a two-seed at Stanford. Yeah. So a two-seed mean, means that's pretty good. Right. Stanford, they don't expect them to win. I'll say what I've always said all along. I think they're going to get in. Right. I think street cred will get them in. Right. Uh, I think. Uh, I think the. My God, of, they can't pitch. Yeah, though. right. Can't pitch at all. <laughs> I think benefit <laughs> of the doubt gets them in. But but I will say this about the can't pitch. Yeah. I still think now maybe not if they go to Stanford because Stanford has some heritage too. Mm-hmm. But I'll say this, Dan. Florida's not going to host a regional. Mm-hmm. Obviously, not going to be a, a a top eight host a super regional. But I don't think they're going to host a regional either. If you're Louisville, NC State, who even Stanford, whoever. Do you want to see them come into your region? No, Is obviously the two seed? not. That's what you don't want. You see the name and you're like, what? That's in right. The world? You, know, you don't want to see them come into right. your region as a two seed. And they could hit because you've been watching because you've been watching them in o- you've been watching them in Omaha, but the last eight years. Isn't this like the best hitting team Sully's had in the last three, four, five years? They can really hit. Yeah. They're, they're they're not great situational hitters, but right. their average is good. The number. They can't pitch at all. Right. They, they, and, they had a kid uh, yesterday, Christian Scott. He's right. one of the freshmen. He threw four and a third scoreless innings. That was a big step. I mean, when you start looking at that, that tells you how far down they've fallen. If you watched the or, or paid attention to Florida Atlantic midseason a game, uh, midweek game last week, take the lead. 5-1 in that game. Take the lead. Florida right. Atlantic come back. Take the lead. Uh, same thing happened Friday night against Kentucky. Right. Uh, uh, Saturday was a weird game. They lost 5-1, so one of those type games. And then yesterday again, they're up eight to two, eight to three, eight to four. It's eight to eight. Right. That's and, it's mind boggling. And the SEC teams, I guess Florida Atlantic too, even though they're not in the league. Uh-huh. People have good hitters now, Dan. The what's happened? College. The reason back in the day when the old bats, the right. reason college baseball was always so offense, mm-hmm. is the good pitchers all get signed, and the, the 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 hitters go to college. Right. So there's better hitters than pitchers. I think we're going back to that a little bit. Look, we say it every podcast. They needed Dyson, Mace, and Leftwich to be good. Mace got hit in the face, by the way, on Friday night. He's okay. But uh, they needed those yeah. three guys to be dominant starters, mm-hmm. just like Puck and Shore and Dunning, sure. and we can go forever, and they weren't. The The next wave wasn't. Right. The wave after this might be again. Right. But the next wave wasn't. I, I still, the fact that Acton is so young and Fabian should be in high school and Chris should be in high school. Sure. I love where the program is. I, I, absolutely. You know, you know um, no, no complaints here. Now they have, uh, they're going to Georgia this week. Who's really good. Really good. But Georgia has a couple injuries right now. Right. So they, I think they lost, Georgia lost two of three. They still have Missouri and Tennessee. Both those programs, by the way, are, have a little bit better record than Florida does. So right. uh, they've already played Kentucky and South Carolina. 
and Vanderbilt. So uh, they have yeah, nine games left, and they're playing the three three schools that are ahead of them, uh, not named Vanderbilt. Yeah. So, and, but they're not that far. I mean, Florida and Tennessee both are nine and twelve. Missouri's ten, ten and one. Georgia's thirteen and eight and thirty three and twelve. So Georgia is. Uh, uh, had a really good. You year. need to get one of those games in Athens. You don't get, get you, need, you need to not get swept. No, I think first things first is you got to start to get backs against the wall a little yeah, bit if you yeah, get swept. Yeah, you, that well, that's right. right. You got to not get swept, and then you probably need to win those last two series. If you don't get swept and win the next two series, then you know what? Then you're at your 13 wins. Yeah, or then you're at 14 wins actually. So you got to if you can and and there's a, a modicum of momentum then when you get to the tournament, Dan. If you don't get swept at Georgia, right, and then win the next two series. You've got, you've got. Now you're at 14 wins, and you probably can breathe easier a little bit. I think they're in the. I would be very from where we sit today. Mm-hmm. I would be very surprised if they're not in the tournament. But it, I would it, agree. But it's not going to be easy. And this is we said this about basketball too. Mm-hmm. Just get into the tournament because better times are ahead. Right. Well, I feel that way about about baseball. This year's baseball yeah, team, this but not year. normally. Correct. This I mean, Sully's ba- built such a great program that the expectation is Omaha. Like, even when this season started, I don't think many of us – I mean, we knew this had to happen, this had to happen. But you you, you have this sort of forth. inner – Yeah, you have right. this sort of inner confidence that right. Sully will – If anybody – I mean, I've heard stories, Frank, and you, you, you're around the baseball circle, so you know. But I've heard stories that, if oh, look, if you're not going to get – drafted if you're not going right. to go the 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 juco route or if you're not going to go into the into the minor leagues and you're going to go play d1 baseball and you're a pitcher you go to florida correct that's right. where the advisors tell them go that's to right. florida play for that guy yeah. he gets you ready that's right that's in three right. years you will be a top yeah you but know you, you were gonna but i'll say this again in defense of him mm-hmm. if you keep sending puck and dunning and shore and anderson and Guy after guy after guy after guy after guy after guy to, to professional baseball. Right. You run out. Eventually, you're going to run out. <laughs> you, run out. Uh, you can't. Eventually, you're not going to be. And, and we had Sully on our show. Our, we did our radio show from mm-hmm. the JU Florida game. Okay. The first game of the year. Okay. And, I've, and I know Sully pretty well. And he came mm-hmm. and sat with us. And he said, Frank, look, at some point, we start counting up how many guys we have pitching in professional baseball. Even we, it's even jaw opening or jaw dropping for us. Yeah. yeah well, yeah. his point was, at some point, you're gonna look up, you know, and you're not gonna be as good. Yeah. And so I, I don't think I don't think the uh, the drop will last very long. Mm-hmm. I think people do want to go there. He he didn't forget how to recruit. Right. He didn't forget how to develop. Right. Get in the tournament this year. But I'll say it again, if they get in the tournament this year, the team that hosts them look out. Look out if you're the team that hosts them. I like that. And uh, um, yeah. So we'll see uh, what happens with the Gator baseball team. I think that they're. I agree with you. I think they're gonna. I think they'll find a way to get in, right? And then, and then we'll see what happens. And if they can, you know, like you said, put together a win or two, out hit some people. Listen, Will Dalton's not having the year that we thought he would have. He's been a disappointment. Blake Reese lost his job, so a couple of those kids also not hitting as effectively right. as. It's a good thing some of those freshmen have come to play. That, that's exactly right. So hey, I got a football thought. Quick football okay. thought. This yeah. is not a time of year to talk a lot of football. Yeah, but man. I've got one football. You know what I'm happy about? They're the. The portal has gone out of control. The, trans, the, trans, the transfer portal is going yes, crazy. Yes, And the portal, as everybody, as many expected, will be most prominently recognized and featured in quarterbacks. You know what's nice? What Here's what's nice. What do you got? I'm not interested in a Malik Zaire, an uh, Austin Appleby, that, you know what? a Luke Del Rio. That's a good point. It's awfully nice to say, you know what? We like Don't our guys. need one, yeah. right? When's the last time? About five years. Hasn't it's been it? a long time. Yeah. It's been a long time since Florida didn't need one. Just didn't a, think just about a, one. I mean, I like I like that. That's a good feeling. That's a really good point. If you think about it this way, I mean, 
we saw Malik Zaire. I mean, God bless him. Nice, you know, nice young man. But I mean, he's not a D one. It was not that good of a quarterback, Correct. and we were salivating. Well, over that's my point. Him. Every well, Del Rio, Appleby. Appleby. Zaire, we kept thinking, whoo, now we got our guy. We're yeah. gonna, we, and, and it shows you how bad the room was yeah. that every year you kept getting excited about that new guy. Meanwhile, right. guys leaving the program are way better. Oof. Brissett's in the NFL. Driscoll's yeah. in the NFL. Yeah. Tyler Murphy turned out to be a pretty good player sure. up at Boston College. The guys leaving yeah. turned out to be way better than the guys coming. That's, that's a great, not a good sign. No, that's a good point. And it's awfully nice now that, you know what? Say what you want about Franks. I'll take my guy. Uh, I, I think Trask has been around long enough that if he's the backup, he's fine. I think Emory Jones can be really good one day. You know what? I feel good about the. the, the I'll run. give you one more uh, Gator football note. Uh, I was looking at some of the way too early 2020 mock drafts. Right. Oh, I love a 2020. You give me a 2020 mock. You're having I'm not a good afraid day. to jump right no, in. No, you're not. I love that about you. And uh, so, who? What Gator showed up the most okay. as the as a potential first round pick in the ones I looked at? I'm I not love saying this. I love. You, I'm not saying he's going to be a first round pick. I'm not saying. Okay, you know, who okay. knows? We got a whole year how he performs. All right, let me go. But I'm, one guy uh, that I saw showed up. Because I think you might go with somebody different, yeah. And I uh, then what? Right. Well, what you may come well, up. Hang with. on a second, Dan Hicken out of South Florida. Yep, I love this. Yep, I'm going to yep, say, yep, yep, yep. You're going to think I'm going to say Grimes. Okay. That's the, when you said I'm going to go with a different guy. The yeah. different guy would be Grimes, mm-hmm. who I would have gone with until you said that. Okay. So so Grimes would have been my first thought, but I'm going to go. Hang on. I'm okay. Gonna go, I'm hanging. Uh, no, no, no. Nobody there. <laughs> nobody there. I don't think. Mm-hmm. You know, I love Van Jefferson, but maybe not a first-rounder. Mm-hmm. Um, let me go over that side of the ball. Uh, Henderson. Bingo. Henderson. I thought you'd go with Zaniga. I didn't think you'd oh, go to Grimes. Okay. I thought you might go with Zaniga. Yeah. But C.J. Henderson is the guy I, I've seen shown up, and obviously okay. he's played very well for this for this right. football program yeah, the last two he years. He can really run. Yeah. He's really, really fast. So it'll be fun to watch him and how he plays uh, this year and along the lines of some of the great go- uh, Gator corners and, and the whole DBU thing yes, and the yes. argument that ensues wherever you go. It, it'll be fun to see how he does and if he can be a, a first-round pick. And there's a bunch of guys on this team who are going to be playing in the NFL, and that's another good sign. Yeah, how, You got me thinking now, yeah. how many first-rounders are on that team next year that will yeah. one day be first-rounders? Grimes could be. Yeah. Anderson so, could it's be. It's so hard to – I mean, because we we've talked about Felipe Franks, right? You know, right, I mean, I, right. who knows? Yeah, they they also have a lot of guys, Dan, that I'm really intrigued with. How good might they be? Yeah, um, Greenard or Grenard, have you say his yes. name? I'm intrigued with how good might he be? Yes. Is this year David Reese is the best linebacker in the league? Is the, I'm, I'm intrigued right. with him. Lamichael Pirine, now that he gets the ball, yeah, now. What was what will Pirine's season be like? Because he's the guy now. Yeah, I mean, I'd like, to see, I'd like to see somebody crack a, gra- a thousand. Yeah, that's what I'm wondering. I is mean, this, Michael Pirine has the ability to crack a thousand. I think that's and is, a, and is, a, a fair goal. Is this the year that Pirine cracks a thousand? Yeah. Is this the year? So there's a lot of guys, and and you said it. Franks is in that category. Could be. Franks is in that category. Crazy so, as it sounds. Yeah. So uh, final thing. Uh, when are we gonna know about Blackshear? When, when can you get me Blackshear? When? Yeah, I want him on the low block. Yeah, I want that's to throw the ball one. inside to him. What's the uh, what's the cutoff for NBA? Is it June fifteenth? Still, I don't know the date. You, I, I think it used to be June fifteenth. You had yeah. to pull your name out. Yeah, leave it in. Or, I think June fifteenth used to be the leave it in, pull it out time. It's got to be around there, right? Yeah, something like that. Let's see. Three days ago, update on the teams in the mix for Blackshear. Now that we've established the Wildcats of yeah. Kentucky, yeah, I don't like that. No, I don't. I'm I don't recruiting need, I, Kerry I don't need, Blackshear. I don't need the Wildcats in this. Cal thing. paid a the family a visit. Don't like it. 
Don't like it a bit. Uh, Blackshear's recruitment could go a lot of different ways. Interest in transferring after Buzz left A&M. Uh, it is very logical to think Blackshear could follow his old coach and suit up for the Aggies. Another yeah. consideration is geography. That would give the Gators an advantage if yes. true. Yes. Uh, the other group of suitors are really outliers. Some dark horses, Gonzaga, Michigan State, and Tennessee are three to keep an All eye right. on. Um, Here's what I think. I think he's Do staying. not expect a college commitment anytime soon. Blackshear's focus will be on the NBA, and with the deadline to pull his name out of the draft, not until June 10th. Okay, it's the 10th now. A college commitment should not be expected until late May at the earliest. Okay, so so it's June 10th now. It's not. So we have a little time. Yeah, I don't. Well, I don't like Cal having all this time. No. Okay, I, I don't. I'm not That's happy. Not good. About, I'm not happy. Well, and I, what I need is Cal's, Cal's guys that went in. Yeah. To stay in college. What I don't what I don't need is Cal's guys to all come out <laughs> and Cal needing a center. We don't need that because PJ Washington's staying in. Yeah. Right. So we don't need that. So, but, but I'm telling you, that it, it's underplayed a little bit. Uh huh. In Florida recruiting of any sport, right. it's one of the most important things because I'll say it right now. It's a Gator podcast, right? Right. Scotty Lewis, who's going to be a great player. Yes. Nebhardt, who was a pretty darn good player. Yes. Johnson and we'll be and back. Locke we we and, think. And, right. Yeah. Johnson Lock and all those guys. Yeah. Uh, Payne coming in. You give them Blackshear, it could be an extraordinary season, Dan. Yeah, it could be a it could be a, a Sweet Sixteen, Elite Eight, Final Four season. I'll, mm -hmm. I'll go all three of those. Mm -hmm. Without Blackshear, there's still a missing a, a big gaping hole in the middle. I no matter agree. how good they'll be on the perimeter, right? A big you give put him. Ooh. Just give me Scotty Lewis and Blackshear. Yeah, and then all the other guys. Yeah. So that's a big, big. If you follow Gator basketball, mm -hmm. that's a big deal, man. It's a big deal. I don't like the fact that you told me i got to wait till late May. We're going to have to wait. That's wait. A not good development. Uh, let's wrap with a shout-out to uh, Jordan Roberts' grand slam yesterday. Lady yes. Gators winning over uh, Auburn in softball. And I trust them, and I trust Tim Walton. There you go. That is all things <laughs> – Gators, all things orange and blue. <laughs>